You're listening to the Ecological Podcast, all about our positive partnerships with horses and other animals through work and play. Your hosts are Rebecca Bayliss from Little Green Stables and Kate Blackmore from Ecological Positive Partnerships. Did you know, Becky, that we have a (laughs) Patreon site? Do we, Kate? We do! Oh, I love our Patreon site. I may be a little bit biased, but I think it's pretty awesome. Frickin' awesome! (laughs) So do you know what kind of content we have in there? Tell us. Go on, I'll tell you. So we have Forage Fridays, Muscle Mondays. We have all the sessions that you have with Trudy recorded and on there. All the behind the scenes stuff. The visits that I go do, for example, working with feral donkeys and how we get around that. All our workarounds, warts and all. Yeah. It's all there. Behaviour. Behaviour. We have forage. We have different species that we work with. We have... Fun little videos that we create on how to make herbal teas and stuff. Yeah, we have anatomy. We have enrichment ideas. Oh, there's tons. There is tons. There's lots and lots. And anybody that we interview as well, that goes on Patreon, doesn't it? Because you actually get to see their face. Yeah. On Zoom. Yeah. yeah. So our Shauna videos on there. Yeah. Absolutely. Our Heather Moffat one. Jesse Samson, Dr. Did you Emily Kisson is going on there. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to the top of the Patreon page and you can just search by the categories. So you can have training or targeting or stationary targeting. Loading. Loading. Loads of different stuff on there. It is only £8.33 a month. Yeah, for our Patreon site, which I think for the amount of content we get is great. And we have such a lovely group of patrons, but we want more people over, don't we? We We want to get the discussion started more. We do. And also our patrons will always get exclusive first choice to the events that we are holding and our CPD days. And they're in there too, actually, aren't they? They are. They are. We've got feature-length movies about feet and, and gut, gut biomes. Yeah, I know. Very so good. much content. So how can we get on... How can you find us on Patreon? Well, what you can do is just search for Little Green Stables and you will find it. And often, with our social media posts, we're linking into that Patreon site. So you can just find one of our social media posts too. Or just Google Patreon Little Green Stables. Hello. <laughs> It took me a while. Yeah, I, I know. The pause. Press the button. Press I couldn't. The button. I couldn't work out which button I had to press to record. You'd think after this many times. I know. We might. Sorry. <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it's busy. I know. It's You've busy. been ridiculously busy, haven't you? Oh, I've been ridiculously writing courses, teaching students. I've got students this oh, afternoon. All and... that homework that you put up on that post that your students oh, have they done. Oh, that's so good. It made me want to. Because I love studying, I just, I just love it, and it made me go, oh, I really want to do something like that, well, be set homework. And... Yeah, and those, those are particularly creative, arty people, mm. so it was really nice, because most of my students have done that bit of coursework, and it's been good, but that was like, I got it, I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you've really, really detailed this, this is amazing. This and is like just, my standard. Yeah, it was really, no, well, no, it wouldn't be my standard, because I can't draw like that, mine would be, You'd I'm be not... trying for the gold star though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I would, but there's a, there's a few gold stars, there's a few um, gold did stars. Did you give out gold stars? No, but I'm going to give out, because now I've sussed the groups, I'm going to start giving out like for my horsey group I'm going to give out like polos and carrots and then for my canine group I'm going to give out like I don't know some sort of treat for the dogs or something some fishy treats. and then as we get further down the course 
I'm going to give them like a massage. Pillow. I thought you were going to say, as I get further down the line of students, the worst one gets like a poo no, bag. No, no. <laughs> but the thing is that I, I know I've got some gold star students and I can't keep rewarding them every time. So no. I've got, that's quite hard because I know I've got three in particular. But also, that are actually no more than that, probably four or five that I think that are just acing it. But do you think if you give gold stars out too soon, you can't keep giving gold stars because motivation might go down? <laughs> oh, Link. You like Look it? Look at you with your Link. Oh, my God. That was so good. I'll tell <laughs> the story so at the good. end. Yeah. Oh, listen to you. You're... I'm on fire. Everybody else is like, what are they talking about? Okay, so let's talk about, move swiftly into what we were going to talk to about today, which is... Well, many things. Many things. But one but of those one. was um, about motivation. So yes. most of our listeners know that I see Trudy, um, well, every week at the moment, but of course she's moved, so that's changing. Huh. <sighs> anyway, but I see Trudy and um, we have fantastic sessions, although this week's not gone as good as it did last week. So mm. last week I had my proper riding lesson and this week we didn't ride at all. But that's fine, it's all information and I've got to honour... But there may be a theory for that. There is a theory for that. Yeah. And I've got to honour the, the horse's I, choice. I know. You're so you're doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> Three gritted <laughs> teeth. <laughs> and I will put the video out of choice, but that's I'm waiting. I love that. Because video. because I need the world to be ready and we've got to all join <laughs> Patreon to work out how we do it. Anyway, anyway, um, so we talked, so Trudy's podcast, she's, Trudy's had a bit of a break from podcasting like we did, but actually hers was a longer break um, but because of her move and stuff yeah. going on and so she put her podcast out last week so I'm move picking and I'm, only, I, I know, I know. What Come on, Trudy. Come on. Um, but anyway, so she put her podcast out and it was really interesting but, because it was talking about expectations mm. and expectations of reward, basically. And she obviously mentioned me because I was giving in the past different rewards, you know, and for different well, you things. Like, you like to get your veg, because you, yeah. you used to be like a mega feeder, you're not so much anymore, but you yeah. like to give those little tidbits and stuff. And it's been quite hard for you to like, because you want to treat your horse. I do a lot of scatter games with the horses as an enrichment thing. I've always done that. So I kind of, when I started doing training with food, I kind of bought, naturally bought that into it, Mm. not thinking about the bigger picture, really. Yeah. So, um, and and it worked okay. However, obviously I was giving high value food for behavior that I thought was really good. Yes. And I was just thinking, well, that's fine. You get a gold star for that. But for this, you get a silver star, Mm. you know? Because also, actually, because there are a lot of trainers that that believe, that do say, you know, to give higher value rewards. Mm. That is a theory. That is is. for for like the harder work or whatever. So it's really interesting, this. But it's caused frustration. Yes, absolutely. For um, I have have not done it with I've seen it with other horses as well. Like, you know... I've seen it plenty of times happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, hang on a minute. You give me banana for that. And now you've just given me a bit of celery. It doesn't kind of... Yeah. Where's my banana? And and Rum is a a horse that has a lot of agency. Yeah. (laughs) He 
he's very confident. And he, he became frustrated with it. Mm. And so when I started training with Trudy, she was like, okay, we're not going to use all these different food. He can have them throughout the day. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take anything away from him that he that he's not entitled to. You can still do your scatter games. Yeah. You can still have it all. But just when we train, we're just going to use hay cobs. And that way, I don't have to have the big bag as well. Yeah. I can yeah, put yeah, the hay yeah, cobs exactly. in my pocket or yeah. a bum bag. Or as most people know, I actually don't wear food on me at all. I go and get the yeah. food. So, um, which for Reg is revolutionary, yeah. you know? For, for rum too as well. And it also gives in that that weight and that processing time. Yeah. So there's a really good, um, and of course they smell the food on you. So removing the food and just asking them to stand while you go and get it really gives them time. Yeah. It's not a passive pause like we've talked about before, but it gives that breather of, okay, yeah, I'm going to get that, you know? And it just means that you are the giver rather than the wearer. Yeah. And I think that's been really valuable. So, yeah, so we cut back and we just use hay cobs, which are really easy. And I don't need to worry about weight so much with Reg either because they're, you know, good for laminitics. Not that he is touchwood, but he would be that type, you know, and he is, he's a bit of a balloon boy, bless him. Yeah. Um, and a big foodie. Rum doesn't seem to rum's weight seems to be very stable which is interesting because you know anyway anyway that's digressing so we just use those and and that's been working really well and then of course our sessions we do the scent work Mm. and that's also been doing super well rum is like um well he's just on it isn't he he's Mm. just he finds it very rewarding i think for him um and also he sees that little um scent rag and he's like, yeah, I know what we're doing. I'm on it. And it nose down to the ground. And most it's of the time, so cool watching yeah, he, he's got it. He's got it. And actually, mm. we did a session with him today and a session with Finn, who, who is, is not click trained. Uh, we don't, we don't, I don't really train Finn. He's retired. Mm. He he's, doesn't need to be trained. He's an he's a absolute gentleman. No, no issues at all behaviorally. Um, but we did it for him for a little bit of enrichment. And we... The first time he he was okay, but he then became a bit muggy. So Mm. I took the lead rope off and he was better without the lead rope. Also, he's very dependent on a human. Yeah, so yeah, he was really trying to take his cues from you, wasn't he? Yeah, and wanted him to be independent as well. Rummer's no problem in (laughs) in his independent (laughs) skills. So anyway, so... um, so we've been using with scent work. We've been using apples and carrots and bananas and hay cobs because they're nice. And because easy they're to nice smell to smell. And, yeah. They go off a little bit, which makes the smell more, you know, and it's rewarding and everything else. And then I listened to Trudy's podcast, which was all about expectations and rewards mm. and what we think. I mean, it was about other stuff as well. But she had a really good analogy, um, and it was quite a mundane. Um, I'll briefly say it because I want people to go and listen to her podcast because it's lead a horse to water and you should listen to it because it's good. But it was basically saying that she went for a COVID jab, her top up. So it's not something you're looking forward to at all, but you kind of have to go. And she was in the queue and she could hear the nurse explaining everything to the the person. And he was like, he was in real detail. This is what we're going to happen, which arm and, da, 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 and going through everything. And she's like, oh, this is good. I'm you know, I'm going to go and see him and I've got this expectation. But she went to a different room and the nurse went, name, dress, sit down, which arm, bang, there's your leaflet, bye. And she was like, hang on a minute. (laughs) I wanted wanted my 
where was the guy with all that information? Where, do you see what I mean? And I it's totally get what you mean. It's something completely like negative actually that's happening or punish whatever. You know, it's it's not nice what's happening. But she in her head had heard this chap and thought, well, I'm going to sit there and he's going to, and that's what's going to happen. And she went into that room and it didn't happen. Can I just tell you a little empathy story that I have for yeah. that? The same with the dentist. So my dad builds dental surgeries. So I've always been really lucky. I always had the same dentist. We're on a private and his name is Steve and he's lovely, right? And he used to go in and call me Petal and Darling. And I've got quite weird feet, teeth. My teeth are in a <laughs> and te- feet. And feet. <laughs> um, my teeth are in a textbook because I've got hollow teeth, basically. Oh. Um, yeah, it's all very weird and I have weird and I had to have some teeth out and stuff. And he's so lovely and would just make me feel so at home. Anyway, he had a horse riding accident and then really bad brain injury and all of that so I had to go when I got older I then had to independently go to and I couldn't afford to go to a private so I went to an NHS Mm. dentist and was so like couldn't cope with it because I was so used to like the service the service yeah so I'd sit and I sat in this in this NHS dentist, and I was expecting all the like, hi, pop it, or just at least some conversational nice, and it just wasn't. And they were just like, tell me if this hurts. And I'm like, what? No, my other dentist never hurt. He never said that. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. God. <laughs> and I haven't been to dentist in, in a long, long time because of that. Now? Well, you won't get NHS now. Not no, in, well, no. Not, not in the all right. They're all, apparently, they're all going to crumble at one day, so I'll have false, beautiful teeth. Oh. Yeah, I know. Weird, isn't it? But anyway, back on to Trudy, sorry. So you can imagine, you can see it. That just makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So you're doing a behaviour that you maybe you find difficult. Yeah. Your horse is doing a behaviour that maybe you find a bit difficult and you're just learning it. But the human doesn't value it yeah. as much as like... So mine would be mountain block, you get banana, yeah? Yeah. But hip target, you get hay cob. But yeah, actually but for actually a hip Tim. target, for rum, he's like, well, actually I've given him a hip and it was a really smooth transition and I quite liked it. And you're giving me a darn hay cob, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you can see you can see how that disappointment can happen. Well, and and I know you don't need to... And from a funeral for nice. But... Um, <laughs> Because we can't say whether they feel disappointment. But I do know they feel frustration. Yeah, and I do yeah. know they feel frustration if they think they should have had something different. Yeah. Now, you've got different horses will deal with it differently. Rum will say to you, hang on a minute. Well, I mean, he won't it. But he will, he will say, I wanted, I, I wanted more than that. So what will happen is you get extra behaviour or you might get pouring yes, or you yeah. might get willy yeah. or he might just walk off to the mountain block and go right this is where I get my banana can I have it please <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do but, this David because I know I get that yeah, reward but different it. horses will behave in different ways so Reg would more likely shut down a bit mm-hmm. Um, and kind of go a little bit inwards and not really... Un- do you yeah. see what yeah. I mean yeah. so you have to be really careful so actually if you just train with the same stuff you know, you want to go, do you know what? That was bloody amazing. I'm going to give you 10 bananas. Not that you should ever do that to your horse. But it's it's difficult to do it. It's really difficult because you want to, like when our children, we, we don't do, we say, that was fantastic. Well done. Gold star, you know, or that was great. I'm really chuffed with that silver star. Next time to get to that gold star, we can do that. But your horse doesn't understand no. that. So I think, yeah, that, that, so those were the analogies. So it's very worth it. So now we we today going full circle back round to the motivation. I we with Trudy this week we had a we had so I did my riding lesson last week with Reg that went really well. We had a fantastic time. We we walked to the gate and back, which is brilliant. The start of hacking, you know, and this is so funny because like a couple of years ago 
it would be, oh, I did 28 miles per hour on the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm like walking. I got walking to the end to, of my life. Oh, to the <laughs> gate without a lead room. <laughs> so it's, but, you know, it still feels the same. Yes. I've just, the feeling is still the same, still elated. I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just didn't quite last as long. <laughs> um, anyway, so... So that was so. Last week we did that, and then, and then we, we had our scent, scent work, work, and yeah. we used the apples and bananas and carrots. And then the weekend had been manic. I've been working, I haven't trained. And then Trudy comes back, and back to hay cobs. And my boys go, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm interested today. I think I'm gonna play your games. And so this is where this conversation came yes. up because actually scent work's very rewarding in itself mm-hmm. because it's independent, it's horse led, you know, all of those things. So actually you know the fact that they find the bag and, and get one hay cob should be great but yes. we've used the um fresh fruit because it obviously the scent works but we did it with hay cobs today and run was absolutely fine yes so what we were doing is like you know you fed back because you had a conversation with trudy as well didn't mm. you about it and trudy thought that maybe it might have been because we used the higher rewards for yeah. the scent work when it came to training with them this week they <clears throat> didn't want to do as much which I think is, yes, absolutely makes yeah. sense. I mean, I think there's other factors as well. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the you weather. can't tell the date. Yeah, mm. if it was consistently happening, we'd have a better idea. Yeah. But um, So we did decide to change it today with yeah, rum and do the hay cobs. And it did make it a little bit more difficult. So we are thinking of maybe trying just a, putting a couple, like one or two of those herbal yes. cobs in. Just to see if it helps with the smell. Because in winter, you know... I think it's a bit more difficult when there's wind mm, and there's rain and stuff mm, to pick up on oh, those much, scents. much harder. But actually, I find it really great feedback. And it really, you know, it makes me think a lot about how we work with other trainers. And, you know, maybe you're quite unique that you have different trainers. Like, that you have mm. different people come in. Mm. And I know probably a lot of people don't have access to that. But actually, from a professional point of view you know it's it's actually really important if you're working with more than one trainer that you know they kind of liaise and can be open-minded enough to be able to take on you know um Mm. what what the other trainer is saying so Mm. for example Trudy saying that you know fantastic then that helps us get further because we know it's affecting her Yes, and what was and her training? Absolutely, and 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 our work together. And what was really lovely is that Trudy obviously knows about scent work, but she's not done it. And I said, she was asking questions about it. And I said, do you want to have a little go with rum? Because literally, he he was like, I don't really want to do. You know, we were do. Yeah. What were we doing? We were doing um, just loops in the school and patterns. And he was like, I don't really want to. So she did. And he was, I mean, he aced it, didn't he, obviously. Yeah. And it was lovely because I think she saw the value in that. This is something, if a horse was finding something really hard, this is something we could put in as an easy win in between. So, you know, there's learning. The learning happens, not just me learning from yes. Trudy and you. Yes. It's me learning and Trudy learning and you learning and Rum learning and Reg. It's all yeah, of us working together. So, yeah, and that's what's so fantastic about it. I, I love it because it's, I love working with other professionals. I do too. When they are <laughs> nice and open and professional and, and are open to everything, which I think Trudy very much is. Well, she, I've she is. Had she that. is. I mean, she's very opinionated. Yeah. 
but, but but in a good way. Yeah. But she'll stand corrected. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely fine. You know, I think that's fine. And she knows her shit. I mean, if she she's got a right to be opinionated. I yeah. Mean, absolutely. But I love working with professionals too. I love it when I have CPD days when I'm teaching therapists because. I work on my own. I know, I do like, yes, yeah, I work miss, on my own it? and yeah. it's lonely. You know, it's lonely. I go out and, uh, you know, I work with Roz, my hydrotherapist, and I see her every week. And, you know, bless, our days are really long and we go from client to client to client. And we are, it's like being at the hairdressers. You know, you go, how are you? How's your, how's yeah, your horse? How's yeah. your dog? Da, 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 da. And you remember all the stuff that's happened and you talk to them about their lives and then you get in your car. <sighs> Next one. Da, yeah. da, how are you? How are you? And it starts again. And of course yeah. you're interested and it's lovely. And they do, you do get clients that ask you, but it's not about you. You're not there to, to wax lyrical about yourself. So um, you take a lot on. And yeah. some of those days are really long. You don't get, like some Sunday, I worked all day, didn't have a toilet break. I ate my crackers in the car on the way home. You know, it's like yeah. that, that, that's the reality. You know, I stop in a lay-by and have a piss, you know, yeah. because I don't, I'm on a yard, you yeah. know, just, yeah, yeah, and I'm exactly. back to back, you know, and that's the way it goes. And sometimes when you see clients that you're like, oh, I didn't quite like what you said there. I'm not quite sure what you're doing. Mm. Is it right? You know, you take all that on board. So it's a lonely life. So when you work with other, other professionals, it's really lovely. However, I would say, so... I'm in, the, I'm in my game, <laughs> my game again, I keep saying that, I'm in, I work this work because I want to improve animal health, welfare, um, the way we look after their bodies, etc. Yeah, that's what I want. When I work with other therapists, that's what I hope they want. If I've got something to share, to say, to learn from, I want to soak up what they've got and I want to give what I've got. But you know what? There are some therapists that are really... <laughs> it's so true. Really, really not sharers. I know. And, and I just find that really weird. Well, I... Do, and you get that in the behaviourist world oh too? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so opinionated and it's so... Um, like, you think that you're all on the same team, Mm. don't you really mm. and you think well we we all want the same thing we mm. want to make lives better for horses and i presume that's why people become equine behaviorists or consultants whatever but actually that's not how it works is it and it can get very much i find i i have personally found that some people can seem to spend more time talking about stuff and finding negatives and stuff and this is wrong and that is wrong rather than looking at the bigger picture and actually trying to progress Mm. and actually doing Mm. the stuff that Mm. needs to be done Mm. on the ground with the person and with the horse you know it's great having all the theory and stuff but at the same time like we're here for the person with the horse in a lot of the time well also if it's not working Exactly. It's not working. Yeah. And, and again, I've had this conversation with Trudy. We're talking about old, um, what's he called? The one who, who did all the pigeon stuff in the boxes and they touched the... Oh, the, um, Skinner. Skinner, yeah. They touch, They don't call it, in America, they say lever, don't they? Oh, nice. they, they touch is the it, lever. Is it, is yeah. Irish? Is it not like lever? No, they don't say lever. They say oh, lever. Yeah. Okay, lever. But I can't say Le- it. No, no, you sounded like a speaking lever. spell then. It's like a lever. Do you remember speaking spell? No. Oh, you're younger than me. Um, <laughs> anyway, do you remember Teddy Ruxpin? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Anyway, anyway, digress. So, um, so we, so all these theory stuff is based on it's based on experiments that have started like from there. Mm-hmm. But you've got to think about 
actually that in reality that isn't the case and if you look at so i i watch a lot of um barbara heidenreich stuff mm. where the setup so she works a lot in zoos and the setup is very um very controlled mm. you know but actually on a livery yard or at home with your horses it's not th- no. that reality of that it doesn't work and then we think about what we're training our horses to do so when we look at our dogs you know, I I don't now, but way back, it would be like your recall or your sit and your weight. You know, those are yeah. your top three. Now I don't ever train sit unless it's for physical issues, you know, physical rehab. Oh, how come? Well, because it's a bit demeaning. Oh, okay. I find it a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. You like, know, sit. there's so much more to a dog's brain than can you sit. Yeah. You know, come on. You know, you might need it for um, putting a lead on or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But I think... I think we've the dog world certainly have moved on. That's with... very weird. You know, I haven't taught Dottie sit at all. Yeah, I've gone very intuitive with Dottie and her training. Yeah. And it's not even, I don't even, we do use a mixture of everything. We just kind of work together on like her cues and, and yeah. whatever. And um, I, I've never really liked sit personally because physically, I find it difficult to ask a dog to sit on like a wet, be mm, like sit because mm. often it I know, seems yeah. like feet, they never wanted to sit. <clears throat> no, I think I, it, I, I think I think um, it has. A, I said I said it's pointless and that's wrong. It's not pointless. It has a it has a role, but I think it was. It's a very traditional teach them to sit, teach them to wait, you know, teach yeah. them to to recall. Well, recall and wait valid but sit is it valid and i think if you're going to teach your dog teach them like really like lovely brain stuff other stuff yeah. that they can do because again i mean cricket's a docked dog sitting for her could be uncomfortable our previous doberman was also docked and he was docked very badly it was too short and if he he would literally when he sat scrape the edge of his Aww. dock on the on the floor and he would get sores on it and he would never want to sit in the rain why would you want to sit in the rain as yeah. a dog and get your bum and all of, you know it's just it's just not nice so i think there's a, so much more we can train our dogs now and i also i suppose it goes back to when you go we walk in the woods and stuff and you see these guys, sorry for the tweed guys out there, but they're offering tweed, you know, the old style shooting chaps. And they've got their flat coats. I saw two this morning. Yeah, one you see training Flat coats or springers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they get them to sit and they get them to look at them and they're like, there's a fear of God in those in in their eyes, looking at their dogs, and the oh dogs my God, are looking this at this. Is my ex husband and, and, and it's like you will not move because you're looking at me. While this other dog walks past, you know, and I it just I, I want to just I just want to go. Do you know what? That's really ugly. Uh, do you know what? But I, they they do it because they think they think they look quite cool. And it's a job. So I know a lot. I used to know a lot of people um, through my ex husband who were hunters all that kind of stuff and it was very much dominant and you would and you would not it would be very common to watch like so watch someone walking on the with the dog beside them and then if they go out in front of them and they want them to heal they get a quick kick yeah you know like it's really oh yeah it's really bad and there was no reward for this dog when you walk past there's no no reward but also they would keep these dogs in packs so they have different dogs like they'd have a lurcher Oh. kind of massive so all the working dogs so a springer a lurcher so you've got your rabbits you've got your flushers you've got yeah, all of that yeah. and they would keep them together little terriers so they yeah yeah and actually um i know someone i think i've mentioned it on this before because of the way that his dogs were trained to be hunters and stuff like that they actually two of the bigger dogs 
attacked the terrier and ripped it to part to shreds in front of uh, someone I know who was absolutely devastated because of like this way of like well there is there is also the big dog and I'm going to get this wrong probably so I don't but look it up there is this and I see it with cricket so we're house we've got my neighbor's dogs at the moment and there's that one is a terrier and cricket and the terrier play lovely but I see a point where cricket's just getting heightened and heightened and heightened. And you can almost see that prey flick switch. And so I've got to be really careful that she doesn't get there because I think, because Poppy, the little Terry, is like a squeaky toy. Yeah. So so they're playing and they're playing and they're playing and then you can see cricket gets sort of, ooh, 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 and then Poppy will go like that. And she, and I'm like, well, no. And I I get there way before that, by the way. Mm. Don't, Don't get me wrong, but I... I've read about it. I've read about when that big dog, the prey drive, overtakes, was, and then they just get a squeaky toy, and it's just they lose themselves. They can't. Yeah. They don't really. They're not in their own heads when they're doing it. And they just rip them to bits. Mm. Obviously, that's not going to happen to my neighbour's dog. Just <laughs> <laughs> your neighbour listening. Oh my god! But I see the. I see the. Um, I can see how it happens. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it wouldn't happen with my other two, but because of Cricket's prey drive. <clears throat> and I can see that switch could quite easily happen. It's fascinating. <clears throat> but And also, if you think about, like, with Cricket, you haven't taught her to hunt or anything, but it's the dogs that... Which is innate yeah. in her, but when you've got dogs... When you teach them. When you teach them. Mm. So I ended up with the dogs that my ex-husband taught to be hunters when we split up. Mm. So I had hunting dogs, which was an absolute yeah. freaking nightmare. Yeah. And I... Because they would just go for anything. Deer, everything. It mm. was... It was awful, and there was no way I could train that out of them because no. they'd been so reinforced. Mm. And then I, you know, Fusa, my dog, you know, did attack another dog mm. twice, mm. you know, and I ended up having to put her down, mm. which was really sad, but I couldn't trust her anymore. No. And I mean, you know, she was eight and a lurcher, but I, there was nothing more I could do, and I had to do it before someone else yeah yeah took the decision yeah and she bit also my landlord on the bum like in a classic cartoon style he was bending over and she just went up and just she didn't break skin or anything but it got to the point where it was she's unpredictable it was unpredictable she had a bad leg anyway which i think was making things worse it was one of the most difficult decisions Mm. i've ever had to make and i remember it and i was holding on to her and it and, and luckily it happened i was able to do it at home and Mm, you know but mm. it was um it was really 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 mm, tough mm. and that is i'm sure that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't been trained no to no hunt yeah i mean they have a prey drive some of them don't they cricket does and we have obviously not trained that and it's very difficult to manage but you manage it as best you can but you yeah it's different when it goes over the, over that edge really yeah. and you have got to be careful what um, we've we're digressed dogs. yeah we are, we're going back Go back um, slightly. So we're going to take on board what Trudy said. We took on board yeah. what Trudy said today. Yeah. So so working with other professionals. So I have to work with saddle fitters, trimmers, farriers. Obviously, my guys are barefoot. So but most of the horses I treat are shod. So I've got to work with farriers, um, saddle fitters. Again, do you find when you talk some of them to the, be, right? go in and yeah? So when I talk to other professionals and say we're working Depends on a case, say are. it's like a farrier or. Or something. I go in with this very like, okay, I'm gonna kind of go in a little bit, not submissive, but this like, hey, look, I'm really open. I'm gonna take on board everything that 
that we're going to discuss and you're going to say, I'm going to be really open-minded about it. And then have those little chats as not to like piss off anybody straight from the get-go. Like you have to be quite a diplomat sometimes. You do. And I think it depends because quite often for me, it goes through the client to the person. Yeah. So, and then that, then of course that client can go blame me. Do you yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have, and I have actually said that to a couple of clients, blame me. If you want, if you're not happy, blame me. Yeah. I've done that with a trimmer recently. This is a really, uh, not a very good, st- it's not a nice ending. It's, it's not okay. So there's a horse that I see who was shod, who's now gone barefoot transitioning. She, her body is, she's struggling in her pelvis. She's very wonky and there's a lot of work going on that we need to do but I need to get her feet right and she wants to transition to barefoot brilliant fantastic but the trimmer she's got is crap and so I suggested another trimmer and she went with that trimmer really really liked that trimmer and the yard she's at has said he's not allowed on that yard she must use the trimmer that they use which is the one that I don't want her to use why is he not allowed on the yard? Because the whole yard used this other trimmer. Oh. And that's, that is non-negotiable. That's what the, the, the livery woman said. Non-negotiable. And the problem I have is that I know the way that this person trims. So I know how all the horse's feet look. Yeah. And the trimmer that I've recommended... You probably all guess. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, well, I don't even know that. <coughs> um, trims to the foot, trims to the horse. Yeah. So he will look or at the donkey. horse and the, or donkey and the shape of the feet and he will trim to that. He won't do a slipper foot. Yeah. And I need this horse to have heel because she's got little heel and I need her to have heel because I need to have support for a pelvis, blah, blah, blah. So this is why I recommended the other trimmer. If I knew that the trimmer that they had would do that, I would say do it, but I can't. Do she you doesn't. Do that they would let you have a conversation? With no, because they're best buds. Uh, oh, well, there we go. But that means that the health of that animal is compromised because of somebody's opinion. And okay, maybe my opinion isn't right, but I kind of... But I, this is but, what happens and Yeah, it's it? just so hard. So she, bless her, she does have a, a lorry. So I said, well, you could always just put her in the lorry, take her around the corner. <laughs> but I said, I didn't say that, obviously. <laughs> So I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's really sad. I think it's really sad. Another livery yard I work at, big livery yard, and they are all shod. But they they can have their own farriers. They have a yard farrier who who comes in. He's like there every Tuesday because there's like 50-odd horses. But there's a few of them that don't have him, and they have someone else, and everyone's fine with that. I go there as a body worker. There's other therapists that go there as body workers. We're all there, you know, together. Yeah. It's, it's the way it goes. I've got to work with... I'm a physio, but I work with osteos, you know, and I work with massage therapists. It's, it, you know, you've got to all work together, but sometimes you get frosties. Oh, and frosties, it's, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and, and they're not sharers, or they want to kind of... The other thing that they do is they say what you've already said, but in different words. Yeah. <laughs> so that that person hears it and thinks it's their idea. And you're like, well, I've heard that. <laughs> that's so annoying. <laughs> I said that. And I think that's kind of happened to you, hasn't it? Yeah. Recently. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... been frustrating. It, it, yeah, it really is. It really is because you do work hard and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's just, yeah, people forget what you do. Like, it was like, but I was there. <laughs> I did that first. But you're not new and you're not fresh and you're not. No, and you exactly. don't say it in a different way. And I, and I, or, you know, it's it's again, it's personality. You'll get personality clashes. So 
you know, you're a giver. Mm. You, you give a lot. You're high energy. You're very warm. You're very cuddly kind of person. And so you'll attract a certain type of person. Yeah. And then you'll get... But and I, I like that. <laughs> no, I, I like, like that. I like the people Absolutely. I Absolutely. No, I do too. But then you'll get the frosty people who mm. are... And they... And we all know them. Let's face it. We all know them. And they attract... The frosty types, but yeah. they really get on. It's yeah. so weird. They're doing us a so I don't do a lot of hunters. I don't treat a lot of hunters' yeah. horses. I treat one, two yards yeah. that, that hunt. That's it. Yeah. Not very minimal hunt, hunting horses on my book. Very minimal. I don't hunt. I don't. I'm a vegan. I'm not pro it. Yeah. But but it's interesting that the people that they choose. Uh, are like the hard people. Do you know, they're hard yeah, on their yeah. horses and they're yeah. hard. You know, it's kind of... I find it really interesting how that marries up. Um, I know, yeah, no, I, I completely <clears throat> agree. I was in um, the supermarket yesterday. With the oh, exciting life that I'm leading <laughs> at the moment. And, well, because I, I have to go to the supermarket, Becky, every day to get food because we you don't... You can't have, fit it in. We have, we've got a tiny fridge mm. in this, this, this temporary accommodation room but anyway so I was in there the other day and, and there was this guy and his mum and this guy had like a walking stick and um and he was saying god she'll just never put on weight and she's a really bad condition and blah blah and it was so difficult for me not to go up and go are you talking about a horse Do you want... <laughs> because yeah. I, I'm new here and I don't know anyone but I feel like your horse might need some help or whatever it's and I, because they seemed like really nice people mm. and I felt like just, you know, I wanted to, but I, I couldn't have to pick up the kids or whatever. But um, I really like, you know, the people that I were, I have a core group in which you're included in, are all, mm. I've surrounded myself and I think you've done the same with yeah. people that are like-minded and yeah. stuff. You know, maybe we do need these harder people to be oh, going absolutely. in and doing the work. Yeah, we with, do. To get that... Because you're only going to get a small amount of change yeah. there, aren't you? Yeah. And you kind of need them to speak that language. And that can be... I've been in those situations and I've not enjoyed those no, consultations I agree. at all. I agree. I, I, I've been in... I've treated horses where I know that that horse is not going to get a break. It should get a break. That horse is not going to... It's not going to end nicely. And I don't really want to continue being there. No. I've been there, definitely. Yeah. And I have to walk away going, well, I did my bit for the hour. I was there or the two hours or whatever. But they're not clients that I look forward to seeing. They're not no. clients that I want to be around. So it's quite good that, that, not I, that I'm not attracted, that they don't attract me and I don't attract them. Yeah. yeah. When I first qualified, I, I took on every client, every yeah, client I could because, you know, it was about the experience yeah, and yeah. about doing it. But I really learned a lot. And well, I was also, very you want to help everybody. And you think everybody wants to help too. Yeah. It's when you realise that they don't want all of that. But what I don't understand, Becky, <clears throat> is I'm like, but how can you not? Like, now you know all of this. I know. How can you just completely ignore it? I know. I just find it, my brain just, I just can't get my head Well, I had it. that conversation with Trudy this week because we were, do, we were working with Reg. We took his Boet rug off. Oh yeah, we do need. Oh my we do need Lordy. an update about that. <laughs> you rug. need to put the video on. Patreon. Do you know he has had a Bowen rug on before? Oh, has he? How do you? Did because she say? I, yes, I spoke to his owner, who I saw the other day. Who is, who is going to be doing? Um... Yeah, don't say. Okay. Don't say. But also, how interesting that she told me he was never diagnosed with sweet itch yet he had a Bowen. Yeah, rug. I know. Yeah, yeah. well, I said it. She, she was <laughs> surprised, she, she, but. Um, 
I said, oh, it's so much worse up here. Oh, it is so much worse up here. But, but yeah, so you took the boat. <clears> so off. Is that the first time you've taken it off? Yeah. <laughs> God, oh, thank God I had Trudy with me. Because <laughs> I'm terrible, terrible. Anyway, we, we did, we did. Anyway, his motivation, as I said, was down and, and we were, he wasn't right, but he was super itchy and he is very sensitive. And it was quite mild still in November, isn't it? And the midges are still out. And I remember when I spoke to the lady about the boat rug, she said they are still out, they will be out when it's mild like this and it can be worse. Well, he isn't as bad as he was in, in, the, in the real heat, but... Um, he is, but he was, he was, it just didn't work. And of course I'd had this lesson and I was riding him and we'd gone to the gate and back without a lead rope and it was amazing. And I just, you know, of course I want to progress. And I'm like, well, we could, we could counter condition and we could, she said, we need to listen to him. We need to honor him. We need, that's what we we need to do it. And there's so much of me. like well, counter condition what? Sorry. <clears throat> um, you know, um, so, so we go to the mountain block, he stands still and then he'd just walk off. Okay. But it wasn't, it's not about the mountain, he just wanted you to itch him. As soon as we took the saddle off, we were itching and itching and itching, he'd stand by the mountain block fine, as long as I'm itching him. So okay. it was just, it was just, there was other stuff going on. So we could ignore that other stuff. Yeah. Because Trudy was, because I'm going, it's the mountain block, it's the mountain block, he doesn't want me to ride, he doesn't want me to ride, getting all like worked mm. up. And she's like, actually, I don't think it is. I don't think it's the mountain block. I don't think it's... I think he just... There's other stuff going on. And that's the other thing that we need to yeah, because always if, think about. If you're itchy... Yeah. Then you can't think no. about anything. Especially imagine when you've got a so, rash and you get really... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and then, so... And then I'm going to get on And, of back. course, he had that rug on. And I took the rug off, put the saddle on. There's no time for him to... Do you know it's... It, there's yeah. no sort of time for him to... You didn't try him in the... Try picking the saddle on the boat. No, I kind of feel a bit... I know you can, but I kind of feel a bit mean. I'm just thinking if it means he's less itchy. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was just the day. I think it was just a, a bad day for Reggie, but but um, as in itchy-wise. But we did the, we did other stuff, and we did mountain block with scratches and everything else, and he, can't, he wasn't right. He wasn't himself. And the thing is about Reg is he is super sensitive, and you know, you kind of know, because when he's right, he's so right. Mm. When he's when he's on it, he's like just a dream, mm. and when he's not, it's really quite clear. Mm-hmm. But of course, we again get worked up that it's what we're doing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it must be this. But she said, "Was he all right with you tacking up?" I said, "Yeah, he's fine with me tacking up." Is he all right? Yeah, he's fine with that. Oh, he's fine with that. Oh, no, he's not okay here. So we were doing some pole work and he was, he was like itching then. He was, so it wasn't just at the block. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it became this bigger picture as so we kind of broke it down a little bit. But I think in our heads, we can be, oh, it's about the tack. Oh, it's about... And, of course, we have had issues with his tack. Mm. And we've had to and go so back and retrain to, all of that. It's so mm-hmm. easy to, like, choose one thing like that. And it's so easy to get it wrong. Yeah. And then we were talking, well, is it resurgence? Because, obviously, we can have resurgence. That's mm. very common. And so we were dissecting it and trying to work it out. And, actually, at the end of it, we thought, well, there's a combination. He's clearly not okay today. He's just having an itchy day and he's not feeling angry in himself. And that's not... We have to honour that. And secondly, the motivation is low because, you know, it, he, he's itchy. You know, he wasn't as bad as... He wasn't like Rum was like, hang on a minute. 
<laughs> oh, no, a minute. I had banana yeah. the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. You know, Reg wasn't even thinking about that. Reg was just like, I don't really want to do this today. I'm doing yeah. it because I'm a good guy. Yeah. But I don't really want to do it. I really need to just be in my rug and leave me alone. Yeah. Um, and so I had to honour it. And when you've got that person coming in once a week, that's actually really hard. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You've saved up. <laughs> yeah, all exactly. Your, all no, your, yeah. No. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of... But it's also recognising when it is those issues. So we have had problems with the bridle, we have had problems with the saddle, and we've gone right back to basics and reworked that. And we're going to have to go back to basics again and rework it and, and then move forward and then go back again. And, you know, and that's how you work it. So I think it's about being honest about what you're seeing. Yeah. But, but seeing if you can really find out if it's that, yeah. rather than jumping to that conclusion. So is it the tack or is it where he's tacked up or is it because he's itchy or is it because the horses have left or is it because the horses are watching or you know there's so many other things does he want you to ride does he not want you to ride you know those kinds of things now the mat thing the green mat means dismount Mm. well that's perfect Mm. and if he doesn't want you to get on him he's not going to line up at the mountain block which he did do so you know he didn't and then he did yeah so it's like it wasn't about that it was more about i don't feel great today yeah so it's getting all those pieces of information yeah and yeah. building a picture but not being emotional about it which is again what we said last week yeah absolutely and I think you know as a behavior consultant you I had to work really hard when I first qualified on that because I would go in I'd be like I know what it is <laughs> I know what's wrong yeah. and then I get really pigeonholed with like I'm sure it's this and I, I had to learn really quickly to take a step back and you have to go through so many different like run through so many different checklists and stuff in your head about to get a really good idea mm. of like because as we've talked about before you can have a horse that maybe isn't um standing at the mountain block but actually that's related all the way back to its management and something yes, that's happening yeah. in the stable so there's like these massive there's so many things that this one behavior could be and you have to go through all these checklists and really try to keep an open mind of you know, what is happening around us and, you know, because they are so much more tuned into a lot of other things than us and our body language and all of that stuff. So it can be, it's quite fun because it's like a puzzle. It's like it is, a, it's like a puzzle and the puzzle changes. That's the thing. Yeah. The puzzle and then you changes you've got every it right day. and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. No, we're going to change I mean, that it's the today. same, it's similar to body work, you know. I can't diagnose, which is great because that means I don't have that pressure. But I will look at a horse and go, Oh, it's definitely pelvis. Oh, it's definitely yeah. shoulder. Oh, it's the, you know, and then you'll, you, you know, you'll, you might work through that and then something else crops up or you yeah. might, you know, and, and you'll go, I had one the other day, you know, that, that just is walking down a corridor. It's like, um, so it's a corridor barn and the horses are all in their stables. I can't think of that. You know, that, um, like snatchy hippo game. Yeah. You know, where you snatch the balls in the yeah. middle of the hippo game. So imagine you being, yeah you, yeah, you pull the tail or whatever and they, hungry hippo. Oh, hungry hippos. You, remember, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, hungry hippo, you, yeah. you have to press, press, press and their bows come out and they yeah. get the ball, right? Yeah. Well, imagine you're a, there's this yeah, yeah, yeah. corridor <laughs> yeah. and hungry hippos are in their yeah. stables yeah. and the horse is the ball and the horse has to walk from one end of the corridor to the other and the hungry hippos are coming out of their stables. We used to have that all the time at Congress. From left, right, left, right. Some are worse than others. Some They're like bloody snakes. Yeah. They come out and their necks are so long and I watched this beautiful horse yesterday walk down that corridor and, and literally she was being got at by six horses to her left 
six horses to her right. So she braces, she tucks, she bends her neck because as she goes past one mare who's particularly after her, she has to kind of bush over to the right. As she pushes over to the right, the, the guy from the right comes and grabs her and bites her neck. This is every day, mm. twice a day, every day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's really tight and da 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 And I'm like, every day she gets bullied up and down, bruised, and she's roaching, she's slipping, mm. you know? And it's like, oh, guys, can't you is sort another, this out? Is there another way? Can you go around the No, outside? there isn't another way. And I know what they'll do. They'll put um, weave poles up, won't they? No, oh, yeah. That's what they'll do. Yeah. But there isn't another way. Um, and the stables are really high, so they can't see. They've got big stables, nice big stables, but they can't, they can't, and they've got a window out to the field, yeah. but they can't see each other. So they, so they can't even make friends. Do you see, do you see what I mean? And even do if they, they wanted eat to. their hay beside the door, the front of the stable? No, it's in the is corner. It the ba- it's in, no, it's not at the back, but it is in the corner. And even in the corner, though, that's yeah. still a bit weird. Yeah, but it's just, it's there. just that whole, I've seen it, I see it all the time, yeah. and I just... When we used to have stables, we used to have the same problem. Did you? Yeah. It's interesting. We used to have it? the odd horse. It wasn't every single horse, but there was definitely like at least three that would didn't like horses going out. Well, this was nearly everyone. Nearly everyone. Just tell them to knock all their stables down like we I did. <laughs> Could you imagine their faces? That's uh, a livery. I don't yeah. know it would work. Just knock it down. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, we digress. So yeah, we've talked about quite a bit, really, haven't we? we? Have. We've gone out. I've got to tell you about, about Sage. Sage. I've got to tell you about little Sage. Cat update. So this morning, so little moving update. Today and tomorrow, we are moving into an Airbnb. So my partner's house, the little two bed that we're all living in at the moment, um, is being sold, and we've got no choice but we have to get out. So we're moving. Uh, into a little Airbnb until hopefully we get into a house, our house sale goes through, uh, the purchase goes through. But anyway, so we're, I've had Sage, I had to bring Sage down because I had to move out my other house. So Sage has been with us for about a couple of weeks now and obviously I've had to keep him in because we're in a very small It's house, right on the road, isn't right it? Right on the road. Um, obviously we're going to be moving again soon so it was like, okay, we have to keep him in. He's been really, really good at it. Um, and actually he has been really good. I am, I'm so impressed. We've played a lot with him and kept him busy and he hasn't trashed anything or, and anyway, this morning I got up to make a cup of tea and sort Isaac's breakfast out and everything. And I'm like, where's Sage? Cause usually he comes to wake me up to say it's breakfast time. Mm. And he hadn't, I was looking everywhere, couldn't find him anywhere in the house. And I was like, oh my God, no windows open or anything. Like, you know, and I was like, oh my God, we're sage, you know, started to panic. Because um, we're moving tomorrow as well. So, uh, and then James, my partner, eventually fessed up and said the kitchen window was open. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. So I was like, my eyes start welling up. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe this, my poor sage. And you know what? We've got this little courtyard garden, couldn't see anything, and there's these big walls. I was like, fuck. And I opened the door and I just went, Sagey, where are you? And I waited 30 seconds and I heard this, meow. Oh. And I was like, I'm over here. And I could hear him like a couple of walls over. Like, oh and gosh. he was calling back to me. And I was like, come on, Sagey, we're over here, we're over here. And he managed to find me. And he like ran in the house. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, you're home. 
And Did I, you slap James Silly? I, I was so... Oh, I'd be livid. Well, I mean, to be honest, after being... We're both like, we just need to get out of this house. We'd still oh. like... But I was so, so happy because mm. I was like, oh, I think he he thought he was in... I think he thought he was in Old God. Couldn't quite yeah, figure it out because yeah. all the houses looked the same. Yeah. But luckily he was all right. But so yes, where's he going did. when he moves? So he is going to Amanda tomorrow oh, to, Amanda. to stay with her kitten and oh. him because he knows them and she's yeah. house sat yeah. loads of times for me because obviously we can't take him to the airbnb so i now have to say goodbye to him for another month or so which is really hard you'll see him though you'll go and see him um yeah i will do i'll go and see him but it's quite a long way so yeah. and it's quite hard at the moment with yeah. kids and everything no, getting it. up so i'm really sad again that i'm yeah. gonna have to say goodbye to him and i just hope he she'll understands. keep him in she'll she? keep him in because also the kitten has to be kept oh in, okay so, so that's and okay. also it's something for him to play with yeah they in get a nice on quite way. well <laughs> yeah no i know in a nice way oh god let's say so. <clears throat> no it'll be fine so okay. yeah so he'll be going he'll be going back there tomorrow but he did, but he came back, which I know, made me. That is it just was like amazing. the first test, you know. Yeah. And even though it wasn't planned, I was so. I thought you do love us. Yeah, he does. He you knows do. You. you love your mum. It's oh, fine. Bless him. So yes, yeah, so, that's a really lovely story. That okay. is a lovely story. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll all be good. Maybe next. No, it won't be next week. I don't know when you'll be moving. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about it. <clears> we won't talk about it. What we will just end with, though, is so we had our November Patreon takeover with yes, Sarah from Kenda, yeah, yeah. which was brilliant. We have got a double December. Have we? We have. We so have, we've we? got double Vicky. December. We've got Sue. On the Saturday with her video, she's already, she is on it, prep, ready. So she's already sent that through. So she's going to be the first Saturday. And then we've got Vicky is going to do a video on the second, on the Sunday. So they're not going to come out at the same time. They're going to come out one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. And then we've got Trudy Trudy. and you on the 7th of December, I think it is. Um, for our Dempsey sessions, so if you guys you want, will be. If you want to see the Dempsey sessions, then you have to join Patreon. Well, yeah, and so much more, and but, yeah. so much more. But, but and if you want to see how it all works, this will be yeah, a good time to yeah. join. In. Well, and also you get to send your videos in and get them critiqued and yeah. give feedback. So it's yeah, it's yeah. valuable. So yeah, so that's all super good. So um, we're well, done. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to make contact with either Kate or myself, you can contact us via Facebook, we are Little Green Stables or Ecological Positive Partnerships, or you can check me out, Becky, on my website, www.littlegreenstables.com. We'd really like to make our podcast interactive, so if you have any questions or anything you'd like us to discuss, then that would be great. So send us a message either via our website or via our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube channels. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you.